Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. Welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast here in 2019. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ann? How's your 2019 starting off so far? Uh, kind of slow. Uh, good. It's about three hours behind yours. Okay. Well, that's good. So you celebrated uh, later. I did. Well, I did uh, by your standards, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, just it's a new year, you know, new, a lot of new stuff happening. I uh, got some. Got some plans all lined up for 2019. Very good. Um, a bunch of them involve gaming, of course. Very uh, good. Both both retro and current. Um, oh, very good. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Uh, all all is well. And as you can see behind me, um, oh. I am displaying. What is happening there? My my lovely virtual boy. <laughs> good Lord. Just, what, just what are hanging you, around. What are you doing to it? Uh, I'm testing durability. <laughs> and I'm trying to see how long it can hang before it falls to the floor. A- Anthony has it suspended like David Blaine from his ceiling in some sort of wicked endurance test. Yes, and uh, so far it's holding up really well. I see that. Um, I've I've had it up there for... Hold on. Okay. Um, six days, 17 hours, 47 minutes, and 32 seconds. What? 33... <laughs> 34. How, how have you not bumped into it? Oh, I just, I, you know, I just go around it. <laughs> or the cats try and knock it down. Well, you know, um, one of my cats actually tried jumping up to get it from the yeah. from the chair. Uh, they basically swatted it. It just spun around, you know, kind of like this. Oh, oh. it's going to get so. sick. No, that's it, perfectly fine. It doesn't even make a full rotation. It's well, you know, heavy. maybe... You know, if, if if it gets sick, maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll throw up its 3D, um, or what what, what it virtual, what it, you know, virtual. what it passes for is 3D. So um, yeah, apparently, if you if you're just tuning in, Anthony clearly won the contest, and uh, he is yet to destroy it. Um, at this point, I almost want to put it out of its misery. No, 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 we're we're having fun over here. Yeah, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe with any luck, gravity will take over. Uh, yeah, it, it just might. But you know what? I have a feeling it's going to be perfectly fine, right where it is. <laughs> Dang it! So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got some news. We got yes, some. We do. You know, features stuff come up in 2019. Uh, one thing I do want to mention real quick that uh, I noticed, and it didn't take long for Nintendo uh, or I guess the company Hamster to work on this. A couple weeks ago, I showed off um, the flip grip that I had yes. gotten from Kickstarter, which is an awesome device uh, that just basically lets you play those old school arcade games on the Nintendo Switch. 
in the mode they're designed for, vertical mode. So it takes up mm-hmm. the full, you know, uh, uh, switch screen. So very cool device. It works perfectly. It's awesome. So I've downloaded a couple of uh, arcade games, and most recently I downloaded, which became available, uh, Donkey Kong Junior, the ah, very nice. arcade port of DKJ. So it was Ooh. really cool playing it. When you first start it, though, only the first, like literally, when you download it and start it, it asks you in what mode you want to play it in, you know, vertical or horizontal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know, vertical. Normally, in every other game, you put it in vertical mode, the controllers still work as if it's in horizontal. So it's like okay. kind of confusing at first. All right, so I do that. So now it's in ver- now it's automatically vertical, so I don't have to keep futzing with it. Put it in the flip grip, doing it, and the controllers are working wonky. Well, it looks like, it turns out that the company Hamster, who makes these arcade uh, ports of these games, pretty much made their own flip grip kind of sort of. And now you don't need the flip grip. You just have like the the the, um, the Joy-Con on the bottom that kind of holds up the whole system. And you just play like that. Completely negating uh, okay. this wonderful piece of equipment. <laughs> well, Larry, so. you know what? It was, it, was, it was fun while it lasted for you. Uh, it's all, I feel bad for these guys. All two, all two weeks worth of it. But um, I feel bad. You know, leave it. Oh, well. you know, is this an official Nintendo licensed product? Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, leave it to Nintendo. They they don't want anybody making anything for their systems. They want to make <laughs> it themselves so they can make the money themselves. Uh, Therefore, you know, oh, well. yet another company uh, coming up with an item that Nintendo has, you know, either taken from them or making something better out of it. Uh, you know, hopefully the old games won't be updated yet so I can still uh, take advantage of the flip grip because I do love that item. That thing is pretty sweet. So, yeah, I know you were you were very ecstatic I was. when you were explaining it on the show. Yeah. So, all right. That's good and, to be excited uh, about things. Yeah, you know, I'm just excited, uh, just like my my hat. As one uh, YouTuber commented on my YouTube page once, that uh, my head is so big. Yes, it is. My hat is on the last snapback. <laughs> and what happens when it no longer can fit? Uh, then I have to go to the doctor. Yes. <laughs> So. Well, you know, maybe you're just, you know, it, maybe you're just getting smarter in your old age, and as you're getting smarter, you know, your brain is expanding, and thus, oh, like Egghead just... from Batman yeah. sixty six, like Egghead or the leader from, you know, the leader. <laughs> yes. Oh no, I'm thinking of someone from the Tick. Who the hell am I thinking of from the Tick? I have no idea. Uh, oh well. Uh, eh, well, be that as it may. Um, so what we're getting into right away, you know, we talked about this near the end of 2018. We're we're trying to expand the retro gamers because mm-hmm. um, we're gamers at heart. So we don't know what we're going to call ourselves, but it, we're going to start incorporating new stuff in with the old. Yeah. And I think in all honesty, I mean, even going under the moniker, the retro gamers, it's perfectly fine for us to talk about current gaming because of the fact that we're gamers. I mean, it's in the name. We are gamers. We, fo- we like to focus on retro gaming a lot here on the show, but, you know, because we're playing current games, um, they're going to be they're going to be topical. So um, and especially with, you know, with all the systems that we have, all the new games that we're purchasing, as well as old ones. It just makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so we're going to get you know, what, let's kind of get right into this. Um, what do we got here? All right. So we're going to start and we're not going to talk about everything, but we pulled. Uh, some lists here of pretty much, you know, games coming out for the the, the Switch, the Xbox, the PlayStation, 
um, that are going to be what we think are going to be big in 2019. Maybe not just for us, but for, you know, for gamers. Yes. So I'm going to start here with Nintendo. Okay. Because we're always being told that we're Nintendo heavy, and you know what? We are. Um, well, you know what? I mean, we'll, we'll get Nintendo out of the way first, because you know what? There are some really good ones on uh, the PS4 and the Xbox that I want to oh, talk absolutely. about as well. Absolutely. So. So, first, starting off with the Switch, and this is a game I've actually already pre-downloaded, pre-ordered, because with Nintendo, some first-party games, you get, like, bonus cash back when you when you pre-purchase some of the downloadable games. Uh, January 11th, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, which is the port of new Super, Mar- Super Mario Bros. U, which originally came out on the Wii U. Just another game in the series mm-hmm. of Wii U games coming to the Switch. Well, yeah, I feel like because the Wii U was, um, you know, was a failure uh, for Nintendo, that uh, they have all of these games on the Wii U system that, you know, people didn't get an opportunity to play because they didn't buy the Wii U. So now that the Switch, you know, is such a is such a huge hit, um, it's very easy for them to just dip into that Wii U library and bring them over to the Switch. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's it's smart. Um, you know, I'm sure it's cost effective, and it also increases the switch library which you know is very important uh not only that this game was awesome this game was fun and this game can be fun on a portable design which hence the switch Mm -hmm. um it's gonna have you know it's gonna come with the um i guess you can call it dlc uh new super luigi u which was Mm -hmm. available uh 164 levels in total um, and there's going to be new modes, coin battle, boost rush, challenge modes. So uh, this one's going to be fun. Be on the lookout for new Super Mario Bros. Deluxe U on January 11th. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in with one for uh, – and, and what we're going to do, Larry and I are just going to – we're going to tag team here. We're just going to go back and forth on games that we're both – you know, that each of us are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these are multi-platform as well, which will uh, which will indicate um, – and the first one that uh, jumps on my list is for the it's coming it's not only coming out for the Switch which by the way very very happy that this is coming out for the Switch but this will also be released on the Xbox one PlayStation 4 and PC on April 23rd and I am talking about the latest Mortal Kombat game yes. in the Mortal Kombat series Mortal Kombat 11 yes. is going to be across all platforms um, and again the surprise you know the surprise here is that Nintendo generally is you know the family friendly console it tends to stay away from ultraviolet games. However, they are not adhering to that with the Switch. I feel like they're really pushing it now, and they're like, you know what? We want to compete with everybody else, so we're going to offer these adult games. Case in point, Mortal Kombat 11 will now be available on the Switch along with every other major console. So, And you know, if you're not um, a fan of Mortal Kombat, uh, then you know we just can't talk to you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat, it's been a while since we saw Mortal Kombat on a Nintendo yep. uh, uh, system. Um, and I think it's not only that, but I think just the Switch can handle the graphics uh, like a PS4 and an Xbox mm-hmm. somewhat. Um not talking somewhat, 4K, yes. but uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, a game I want to mention, uh, which also will be multi-platform, and uh, this game actually was a Kickstarter, which I think I backed. Now that I think about it, I gotta go back and double check it. Um, made by former lead producer of the Castlevania series. Oh, yes. Which I can't remember his name, but the game is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yes. Um, it was, that game uh, fun- looks awesome. Right? It was funded uh, on Kickstarter back in 2015. Um, it's gonna be coming out this year. 
hopefully, uh, and you know, when it's from you know someone who worked that closely on a Castlevania series, you gotta know it's gonna be a good game. Yes, or fun. No, game. no question about it. And I and I remember seeing the previews for this game, or you know, for the Kickstarter campaign, and it just looks outstanding. So oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that when that drops. Totally. Uh, moving on to uh, another another um, Nintendo license game. Well, actually, it's a more Sega license game. But um, it seems that um, Sonic the Hedgehog and his friends are making a return to the Nintendo Switch um, in a more competitive nature. Uh, on May 21st on the Switch, we are getting Team Sonic Racing. So, you know, if you're a Mario Kart fan... Here we are. It's Mario Kart with the characters from the Sonic universe, and that's being done by Sega. It was originally supposed to come out, I think, in um, the winter um, of 18. It got delayed slightly, so now it's coming out in May on May 21st of this year. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Just another another racing game, another multiplayer kind of situation there. Um, plus, you know, it's always nice to see Sonic uh, appear in another game. Oh yeah, and I'm um, a big I, Sonic fan. Is that's not? It's not going to be a it's not a remake, is it? I think it's an all-new game. It is an all-new game, yeah. No, 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 it's all-new. Okay, because they had a kart game before. They did. Yeah. Um, uh, I and... believe it was um, Sega All-Stars or something like that. Oh, Sonic that All-Stars. one, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Know what they had? They had a Sonic racing game, but you raced on foot. Ah, uh, okay. I think it was Sonic No, this R. one they were actually driving cars. Yeah. Now, why would Sonic want to drive a car when he already runs fast? We don't know, but you know what? <laughs> probably gonna have Suspense his legs broken disbelief. when the movie comes out so well we also live in a world where you know a hedge you know we we have if we can believe that a hedgehog can run really fast <laughs> we can believe he can drive a cart that game's actually coming out on all three systems to be honest with you oh yep. did i miss that no yeah it's all right um a Here game i <laughs> a game i do want to mention that is exclusive to uh the well Xbox and PlayStation. I forgot it came out on PlayStation. Oh, uh, so not exactly exclusive. No, no, not because I no. j- just dawned okay. on me. I see we're making mistakes all around here. Tom Clancy's The Division Two. I could not stop talking about the the first uh, Division. I played it on Xbox. Uh, it later came out on PS4. Um, the Division was just a game like no other. It was open ended, yeah, basically, but it took okay. place. In a photo, realistic, accurate New York City. Um, the first level is the inside of Madison Square Garden. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, the game is phenomenal. So, a uh, few years in the making, The Division 2. This one takes place in Washington, D.C. And if it's anything like the first one, it's going to be a photorealistic, accurate... Like, if you live in D.C., you know the streets. You're going to be able to maneuver your way through the Division Two. So uh, that's cool. Oh yeah, well, the first one was awesome. So uh, that one's coming I've out. Never, I, yeah, I didn't play the Division, so oh, I don't know. So good. Uh, March fifteenth, that one's going to be coming out. Sounds good. Um, jumping over to uh, again, this is still on Switch, but um, Spring 2019, and something worth bringing up because um, it's very rare when the uh, when a game in this series comes out on an actual console. Um, because it's it's mostly been either in Japan or on handheld here in the States. And we're talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes, Fire Emblem series is amazing. Yeah. The last Fire Emblem game to actually come out on a console was Fire Emblem Radiant, Radiant Dawn um, in 2007 on the Wii. 
So oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's been 12 years since they've actually had one on a console. They've been on handheld. They've had a lot of handheld games for it. Um, so if you're a fan of the Fire Emblem series, um, which I will admit, I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, neither I really have I. Wish I. Yeah, see, and it's one of those series that I really wish I got, I had gotten into, but um, it just never happened. Again, it's something you could always go back to. However, or just pick it up right here uh, on the Switch. But now we're getting a Fire Emblem game for the Switch, which is really awesome. Even though there was already a home console version of this, like you said, Amp, it's been majority handheld. And mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu, and Let's Go Eevee shows, you can bring that same type of gameplay that was originally on a handheld and, mm-hmm. I mean, just score a home run on the Switch, even when it's in dock mode. So, yeah. you know, I, hopefully we'll see more, more of that type of gaming where a lot of these series that were only on uh handhelds like phoenix Wright would be an awesome one to see on the uh, i think there may have been one or two but like on the switch so uh, mm-hmm. you know we shall see yes we shall as they say as the kids say nowadays mm-hmm. um we're not kids we can't say that no please tell me about it so let's talk about a big one this one's coming out on playstation 4 and xbox one and as far as i know I think you can still download a demo on the Xbox. We're talking mm-hmm. Devil May Cry 5. Yes. Devil May Cry, um, that, and again, I always go back to the first game because I remember it the best. Um, yeah, the game was awesome. I, yeah, I just remember, you know, the, the comp, like when you're fighting, the combo moves you do and everything like that, and you're flying up in the air and all this stuff. The story was really solid. Um, just, just a great. Great game, great, great uh, mythology, all of it. Like it was really cohesive, um, you know. And coming out with a fifth game, especially on like what you know on the current gen consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game, I can't wait to like you know get my hands on that one and see how well it plays. No, it's I'm looking forward to that. I just down because I discovered the de- demo recently, so I just downloaded. It. I haven't had a chance to play it. I'm looking forward to playing the demo. Um, mm-hmm. First demo, Devil May Cry game since 2013, so they've had uh, some time to work mm-hmm. on it and perfect it. And the internet, I'm sure, will find something to rip it apart about, but hopefully not. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, and we mentioned, uh, Larry, I think you actually mentioned this game either last week or the week before, um, because it was announced at the Video Game Awards, uh, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, and probably the game I'm most excited about this year, uh, which will be Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Yes. Um I don't know how Nintendo managed to get this as an exclusive because I would think Microsoft and Sony would want their grubby little paws on this one as well because this one's going to be uh, – I'm sorry. I mean especially because um, Infinity War um, you know, the, uh, or the next Avengers movie, Avengers Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming out in April, end of April. Uh, this, this game, Marvel – Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. For over 30 years, Lexus has been celebrating driveway moments. But this year, driveways hosted some new traditions, like graduation parades and birthday parties. 
Celebrate the season with the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Ultimate Alliance 3 ties into that story. It's basically, you know, they're pulling, they're pulling, um, they're pulling the story from the comic books based on the Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos and his Black Order. So um, I think this was a major coup for Nintendo to get their hands on this. And I cannot wait to play this game. Like this is the one I'm – this is – like there, there are three games I'm really looking forward to this year. This is one of those three. Okay. Um, what's cool about this one, you know, like the other ones, you, you know, four players, co-op, the drop-in, drop-out co-op, online, awesome. offline support. Mm-hmm. Which is great, and you know, you kind of asked, you know, how how did Nintendo get their hands on it? Um, you know, Koei Tecmo made Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors, so mm-hmm. you know they're the company that are doing that are doing this as well. So the history is there. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Jumping over to the Xbox, is this exclusive? You know, it's a lot of teams. You can never tell if they're gonna be truly exclusive or not um no this one is coming out on ps4 as well yes uh ace combat which is a series ace combat 7 skies unknown uh this Mm -hmm. is a series i like it's it has a i mean afterburner that's the best way to really kind of compare it compare it to afterburner um ace combat series really to me is the pinnacle of arcade Jet fighting, jet fighters, games. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Skies Unknown is this new new game that's coming out in 2019, and it just again just kind of brings you back to just having like you know these arcade games in your home as opposed to these like heavy duty RPGs or massive multiplayers or like a Halo or something. Um, it's just kind of fun to take flight, get in the air, and blow stuff up. Because so nothing feels, yeah. I mean, it only feels, you know, it's only right when you get to blow stuff up. It just feels good. That's that's what I say. That's, um, that's coming out actually in a couple weeks on the 18th. Very nice. Um, I'm more well. I, I got to point this one out. Now, I know you'll be excited about this one. Um, also coming out on the Xbox. I don't know if it's coming out on the PlayStation Four or not. But uh, at some point in 2019, we are getting a sequel or a reboot. We don't know exactly what it is. But we are getting, for the first time in God knows how long, I don't know, almost 30 years? Maybe. A Battletoads game. Yes. And if you remember, you know, for anybody who's out there and played, like, the original Battletoads game, it, you know, it has gone down in history as one of the hardest games there is in existence. It's, like, so hard to beat. You've got to, like... I don't know. Like, I mean, you even see experts play it. It's like you got to see the, the nuances you need to do <laughs> to get through some of those levels it's in terms crazy. of moves. So the fact that we're getting another Battletoads game or even if it's like a re-release of it but like souped up or something, like I'm really excited to see this because that game was amazing. Oh, no. It's, I'm looking forward to it. You know, the closest you get is that Rare Replay that came out on Xbox One. Yes. That has not only the original Battletoads on the NES but also the arcade Battletoads, which you, you forget often happened. Yeah. No, you're I absolutely right. Um, another game that's coming out that's going to be exclusive, as far as I know, to the PlayStation 4, as I double-check, as I have the interns here. We don't have any interns. Damn it, it is not. Someone's getting fired. It's not exclusive to the PS4. It's coming out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, Anthem. 
this game has been talked about. Actually, a lot of friends of mine who are big into, you know, shout out to my friend, our friend, actually, Tim, but I've been talking to him recently about it, mm-hmm. um, into, like, Battlefield or, um, you know, Call of Duty, things like that. But this game, Anthem, is basically just a mech-suited, uh, you know, Call of Duty kind of sort of, What when you play online. It's mm-hmm. you versus everyone. And it, if you want to kind of relate it to a little bit to what you, you're into, just imagine everyone is a different version of Iron Man. <laughs> hey, you know what? That, wor- that works for me. I'm, I'm all in for something like that, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Especially now that I'm starting to get uh, my feet wet with the uh, multiplayer online games. Yeah. Um, although although Dead by Daylight is pretty much the only thing I play right now. So <laughs> That's getting some DLC. Uh, what? Uh, Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've down, I've downloaded most of the uh, most of the most of the um, DLC packs with the, the new killers. Cool. So, which is really cool. <laughs> um, okay, so um, my turn. Moving on. Um, we are getting, and again, this is this is one, uh, this is the second of three games that I'm most anticipating. Although the third one is still a bit of a question mark. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but and this game is coming out this month on January 29th. Okay. Um, I, and I believe we're getting it. We're getting it on the Xbox, and we're getting it on the PlayStation Four. Um, the very like the much anticipated this game was supposed to have come out, I think, a year or two ago, um, but they kept developing it. And we're talking about Disney's Disney and Square's Kingdom Hearts Three. Yes. And uh, yeah, I have been waiting for this game for quite some time, um, even though. And I have admitted this on the podcast. I've never completed Kingdom Hearts 2 because I got stuck in Chain of Memories. So now my goal <laughs> is to get through Kingdom Hearts 2 so I can jump on Kingdom Hearts 3. Because if you've seen any of the previews for this game, it looks outstanding. Dis- whether you like Disney or not. <laughs> it just – no, true. it's true. No, I got you. Um, whether you like Disney or not, the game looks absolutely stunning. <clears throat> it does. Uh, and it's funny because I just ordered – uh, with some gift cards left over from Christmas, uh, just ordered the uh, Kingdom Hearts: The Story Thus Far. Oh yes, which is with basically every game. game leading up to Kingdom Hearts three. There's a chance in I'm, hell I'm going to beat them all. Before I Kingdom know, Hearts and you know what? Out. I was going to buy. I was going to buy that until I realized I think I already have them all, just separately. Yeah. So, and then bought it. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm looking forward to that. I will play some of that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, we'll King- circle. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts three in a little bit, also because there's another bit of information on that that I want to share. But yeah, later. you were telling me about that before. It sounds like some cool news that we'll get into in mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, co- uh, another game coming out multi platform is a reboot. A lot of reboots have been, not a reboot. Excuse me, a remastered version. Uh, and this was also announced at the Game Awards. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, which oh, yes. is uh, Crash Bandicoot's version of kart racing, which I never played originally, but everyone who has, I've never heard a bad thing about it. So I'm really no, looking no, forward no, to game, this. Yeah, the game was fantastic. I I, I was almost arguing that like I, I'm ready. I want to see um, a new Crash game, like the actual, you mm-hmm. know, because you know, like the outside of you know being on the PlayStation, the first PlayStation. I don't think Crash ever got another game outside of the series he had on the PlayStation. Uh, so it's great to see that we're going to get a, a racing game with them. Maybe it's a good way to reintroduce the characters to mm-hmm. everybody or introduce them to, you know, kids today who don't yeah. know who Crash is. 
and then work your way into a new game because I know they also re-released the original games or they were planning on that if I'm not No, no, mistaken. they did. They did. That's yeah. that uh, triple pack. Yeah, the triple pack. So yep. Uh, so I think it's great that they're that that we're getting uh, a new racing game or crash, and I'm hoping that we get some more after that as well. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yep, we'll see. Uh, also, sticking to um, uh, you know the Xbox, this is uh, well actually this is coming out. It's multi platform, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But coming out in 2019, we've got a sequel to Psychonauts. I, don't I was know just if you looking at the original that. Yes. Psychonauts. Yes. So. Uh, if you don't know what Psychonauts is, it's all about um, psychic powers, and uh, you enter other people's minds in order to extract information, or um, if you're not extracting information, you're curing different neuroses and diseases and stuff in people's minds, basically. Um, the first game, it, it's a 3D platforming game. First game was actually really, really fun. It's definitely like quirky and different and out there. We're getting a second one now, so it'll be interesting to see how this one works uh, in today's game space. All right. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I played a little bit of the original, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of you know looking to get my hands ready on that one. And uh, one of the last big ones, in my opinion, uh, that uh, to talk about is um, Resident Evil Two. I was trying to think of something witty to say before that, but I couldn't. Nah, that's perfectly fine. You're, Res- not, you're not the witty one of the duo, so oh. it's all good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Resident Evil Two. Oh, stop it! Leave it alone. What? What am I doing? Don't touch the virtual boy. Uh, I can touch it all I want because it's mine. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, look, I, look, look, look. Look, look at me touch it. I, I still I'm think I was it. cheated. Oh, if one of your beams come down, I'm going to laugh hysterically. <laughs> my whole house is going <laughs> to cave in uh, because of the weight of the virtual boy hanging from my ceiling. Resident Evil 2, which is, uh, well, the second game that's being remastered uh, like the original Resident Evil was a few years ago. And arguably the best game of the series. Um, that's what a lot of people say. Yeah. And uh, now here's the thing. Um, it kind of, I mean, it's not just, I mean, none of these games are really simple remakes. They're not just slapping a new coat of paint on it and releasing it. Um, from the uh, the, the uh, list here, you know, it's saying it's a camera perspective of Resident Evil 4 and the production quality of Resident Evil 7. Hmm. So... You know, my complaint, and I've I've mentioned this before on the show, my complaint with the first Resident Evil, the first couple, actually, I guess maybe the first three, actually, um, I didn't like the control schemes. It was a little weird to me. Uh, almost mm-hmm. kind of like the uh, the Tomb Raider series, which I can't wait to play from the gifts that Anthony got me for Christmas. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> you know, like, you would, you would move, you would hit up to move forward, but then, like, when the camera changed, like, it was still up to move, but then you'd be moving down. It was very weird. Very confused. Yes. So um, no, hopefully I, gonna, I get it. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So hopefully they're going to change that. Uh, it's been a while since I played Resident Evil Four. I got. I think I have it somewhere. I got to go back and check it out. Uh, but they say production quality of Resident Evil Seven. I mean, that was the most recent one that came out. Uh, yeah. That game looked scary as all hell. So exactly. So I yeah, I have high hopes for this one as well. And I honestly think because of today's systems and how much they can hold and everything like that. To your point, when you're, you know, when you were controlling the character, it was clunky as the camera angles changed. I have a feeling that this is going to be um, just cleaner. The way that all our other, like all the the way um, open world games, yes, work, yes. I think it's just going to run like that, and you're not going to have an issue with how you move the character. All right, that's my thought. Uh, I am moving over to um, 
PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually a multi-platform game as well that's coming out. Uh, it's coming out in 2019. I don't know a lot about it, but based on the um, company that's making it, I'm inter- interested. So the, uh, the name of the game is Control. It's okay. coming out this year. It's being uh, the company that's making it is called Remedy, and they are the ones who created Alan Wake and Max Payne, Ooh. which are great games. So Control is a third-person story with um, action scenes that revolve around again, like uh, psychic powers, like things you do with your mind. So it'll be uh, again. Don't have a lot of information for it. There's there are a couple of previews online that look really promising. So and again, um, a company like Remedy who's known for making really good games. This one this one could be like a sleeper hit for this year. All right. Anthony's calling it out. Control, be on the lookout, 2019. Mm-hmm. I want to bounce back to Nintendo. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, we are getting a... Now, this series of Yoshi games has been one of the most fun games. Uh, there was one on the Wii U that kind of ported it to the 3DS, if you want to call it that. Uh, but Yoshi's Woolly World, but now it's going to be Yoshi's Crafted World that is coming uh, out on the Nintendo Switch. Now. now, as much as the Wii U does get some flack, I still like the Wii U. I think it still has a lot of good games on it. Um, mm-hmm. Yoshi's Woolly World is one of the best games, like best fir- first-party platformers that Nintendo put out mm-hmm. on the uh, on the Wii U. Now, this is a brand-new game. Don't get me wrong. This is not just a port like, uh, like New Super Mario Bros. U. So this is a side scroller. It plays basically the same like the other Yoshi games, like when we got Yoshi's Island way back on mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. Uh, but the just the graphics on it look just wickedly real because it's basically plush, not plush, like yarn. Because he also got into that with, with uh, Kirby, yeah. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yes. Um, it's got that that plush look to it. It's weird, but the gameplay is phenomenal. And if this one's going to be anything like the Wii U and the 3DS version, you're going to have a hit on your hands. Literally. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I haven't played those. Uh, I haven't played Yoshi's uh, Woolly World, so I, do, I really don't have a basis for compar- mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to you know, to talk about it. So um, I will take your word for it. <laughs> because, I mean, just to put it into perspective, the levels are made with cardboard, construction paper, buttons, household items. It's mm-hmm. just weird. But it, it, it all looks gorgeous when it's on the screen. Well, again, you gotta you gotta give Nintendo credit for the creativity that they come up with with characters that have been well established over you know thirty plus years. They always manage to make something new out of it, and if they're able to create like an RPG game where everybody is made out of paper, uh, I don't see a problem with them making everybody out of yarn. So, <laughs> and Paper Mario was awesome too. Exactly, it's one of the and again, it's one of those games that you know went under the radar uh, for me. Uh, I completely missed it and really need to go back and play that. Super so. Paper Mario on the Wii. I'm telling you right now. Game is fan- mm-hmm. fantastic. All right. I will keep that in mind. Good. Um, moving back to PlayStation on the PlayStation 4. Um, this is another sequel that has that um, gamers have been clamoring for for years. And it was um, it was delayed. Finally, it's coming out late. Uh, not... Uh, not late 2019. They actually have a drop date on it. It's August 27, 2019. Mm-hmm. It is the third and final game in the series. Oh. Or the final chapter of the story. As they say. Uh, yep. So it's uh, Shenmue 3. Oh, Met- yes. The Shenmue yes. Uh, series. Mm-hmm. This thing has been just uh, years in the making. 
Yeah, it's been absolutely. It's been years in the making. Uh, they finally got it all together. Uh, people are dying for this too. It's uh, it's going to be one of the most anticipated games of the year for anybody who's a fan of this series. I think they re-released the first two um, Shenmue's recently. Yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. I think so. So this one, or am I thinking? Um, get but cool? now we're getting. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been such a long time. It's it's a good idea to kind of reintroduce it to the fans oh, before yeah. you drop the third one. Yeah. Right. Might as well. Right, so. Exactly. And then you know we got a lot of games that kind of. Nothing bad, just, you know, kind of falling in between. Um, there is one I want to mention uh, that is just, I'm just interested. I haven't seen any gameplay about it, but, mm. you know, virtual reality, you know, it, it hit in 2017, uh, 2018. Um, mm. You know, I, I think it's starting to get some strides. You know, it's not, you know, it's cool. I, I got a PlayStation VR. Um, and I do like to play it. It's, it's, it's just, it's weird. Like you don't have to be running around your apartment. You, you stay in one spot, but, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the games and especially horror, horror on the, on the VR headset is just, you know, underwear changing worthy scary. It is wild what it looks I like. I guess I'll have to take your word for oh, that. Oh, it is so wicked. Um, but there's a golf game coming out for it, and there's this game Everybody's Golf on the PS4, um, which was very cool. It's a very fun game, but it's coming out now in virtual reality, and you know I don't have any sports, and there really aren't any sports-heavy VR games. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to play a sports game in VR, might as well be golf, because there's really not much motion to it. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that, um, just to see what it's like. And on a okay. separate side note of a game that's already out that I do want to pick up, uh, Tetris Effect, because they say that's got a VR mode that is wicked. So I got to okay. try that, yeah. I have yet to try VR, not going to lie. I actually have a friend of mine out here who um, who told me I'm welcome to go by his house to test out VR because he's all into the VR oh, cool. stuff. So I may I may have to give that a go. Well, you got one hanging from your ceiling. Uh, no, actually, I don't. Uh, see, what this is, is this is a poor man's version of VR because it's not real. It's <laughs> well, fake. Well, you're touching it. Well, what I mean is it offers fake VR, fake 3D experience from 20-some no, years ago. No, it is a real 3D experience, but it is a fake virtual nope. reality. It is a it is a horrible pseudo 3D experience that nobody should ever, oh. ever take part in. Two of the best um, games ever released on the But really world. quickly, last game uh, that I wanted to bring yes. up, and it was more of an announcement, but um, they did promise it for holiday 2019, and I'm sure... A lot of fans out there are going to be interested in this. We are getting another Star Wars game. Yeah, I saw that. Which is a, yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. Haverty's Furniture is here to help you get set for the season with up to $1,000 off. So you can set the stage with style and set the bar more beautifully. So why not settle in together on a new sofa? Because being at home doesn't mean having to settle for less. Even though the holidays feel a little different this year, Haverty's Furniture can help you create the perfect holiday setting with up to $1,000 off plus 0% interest. Um, 
there's been no uh, there's been no actual footage of the game shown. Um, it's being done by um, Respawn Entertainment and Electronic Arts, um, and the only thing they've shown so far is mocap footage. But you know, it's a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Star Wars games tend to be really solid. Uh, their fan base is rabid, so. Whatever whatever they're coming out with at the end of the year, I would think would be a, a, hopefully you know a solid game that lives within the Star Wars universe. And finally, uh, I think in one of the biggest crossover games, I mean besides Super Smash Brothers, is the biggest crossover game that was released in 2018. Uh, 2019 is going to see on the PlayStation 4 and I believe on Xbox as well. But at this point, who knows? Because my my data isn't 100. Uh, percent Jump Force which is now yes. taking the world of manga and anime and bringing it all together where Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, uh, I think even uh what's that? Uh one something one-eyed something or other, the pirate one. Um they're all coming together in this just big brawler. Uh for those of you who are into anime, who are into manga, be on the lookout for Jump Force. That's going to come out the middle of February. Uh, I think that's going to be a game changer for that genre, for that series of anime and manga games. Yeah, no, that one. Yeah, that one. That one looks uh, really fun. And like you said, especially for anybody who's fans of that genre. Um, and then, uh, I, I actually, la- and last, last but not least, yes, um, is the one that um, I honestly don't even know if it's coming out in 2019 anymore because everything has fallen silent yet again. Uh, but I'm still. <laughs> eagerly anticipating the remake for final fantasy 7 like when are we getting this game <laughs> you know it's at this point Is it too even, much to ask for at this point i you know it's it's one of those you may just have to set it and forget it the old uh mr popeel uh way of yeah. thinking it one day they're just gonna announce hey everybody it's done and in store <laughs> it's just available okay. here okay. take it we don't want to hear about it anymore but yes i want my final fantasy 7 <laughs> don't we all so uh so those are some of the games a lot of games coming out in 2019 uh let us know which ones you're looking forward to let us know which ones uh maybe some that you've heard of that that we didn't talk about of course on the instagram on the facebook retro gamers podcast uh let us know what you're looking forward to in 20 alt 19 no yes sure no all right so we're back uh we're gonna talk some news some uh, retro news, some new news, some retro news, but old news is old news with new news. Um, yeah, what you said. And speaking <laughs> of old news, hello, Virtual Boy. Still You're not gonna be happy there? until the rafter snaps in half. Uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's last, it's lasted quite a bit up there, so I think uh, I think I'm all good. Almost a week. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna start with the retro news because I'm gonna go way back in retro. Yeah, uh, right. I'm gonna go back to the '80s. Um, there is a, um, there is a game series that, uh, I was a big fan of, uh, back on the Super Nintendo, which was known as SimCity. Do you remember yes. the SimCity games? Oh my God. SimCity was awesome. Especially when you able got the, did the million dollar, uh, excuse me, the $999,999 code. Yes. So SimCity, uh, the idea behind it is kind of like the, it, it's a simulation game where you're building a city, and the mm-hmm. job was to upkeep the city. And you know there were there were different things that would happen, like natural disasters and stuff like the you know challenges that you had to overcome, deal with overpopulation, you know traffic, basically Los Angeles in a video game. So, <laughs> um, so with Sim, so SimCity debuted on the Super Nintendo. However, um, 
a while ago, they actually there was a discovery of two eight bit NES SimCity cartridges. Two of them. So okay. It, yeah, two of them. So it actually turned out that they were originally developing SimCity for the original NES, hmm. but then they scrapped it and moved you know moved it up to the sixteen bit systems. So that you you know, so they had more memory yeah. and they can make it look better and all that stuff. You know, they update the graphics and everything like that. So it wound up getting released on the Super Nintendo, and the NES one just kind of fell off into limbo. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. However, I wonder what that would yeah. look like. Uh, you know, you can find out because now <laughs> the uh, now SimCity has been preserved and publicly released, so you can see. What it looked like on as an eight bit NES ver you know the NES version, oh, okay. which is really cool. Oh, cool! Like mm-hmm. on the like the Internet Archive or whatever that is. Um, it is at the Video Game History Foundation. It was uploaded on Christmas Day. Oh, Merry Christmas! Yep. So Video you can go to if you go to the Video Game History Foundation. Yeah. Um, you, you can look up the SimCity, the NES version of SimCity. Um, and okay. yeah, and check check out how it ran as an eight bit game. Check it out. Yeah, no problem. I'll definitely check that. That'd be interesting because I love, God, I love that game, SimCity. Yeah. No, I did too. I can never. I never really got very far though. I always went broke. I always just had Koopa just go through and destroy everything. Of course. Well, that's fine. So I, I did. Um, so here's some interesting news that I actually noticed recently, but it was made light a little bit bigger because of a bigger, um, uh, bigger uh, uh, name. Some Lord of the Ring games have been removed yeah. from Xbox, PlayStation, and PC online um, uh, stores. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Xbox Live. Well, Tim Allen. Xbox Live, uh, the PlayStation Network, and I'm assuming Steam. Uh, mm-hmm. Lego, the Lord of the Rings, and Lego, the Hobbit have been removed from those online services where you can no longer purchase them. Um, Interesting that it's the Lego games, not like the standard movie games, but the true. Lego ones specifically. And here's why people think this happened. All and again, you being out there in Hollywood, you'll know all about it. It's all about licensing. Yep. And I believe the Lord of the Rings licensing ran out for Legos. Well, it could have run out for Legos. Uh, it could have also been, and I'm not sure. And again, this is all contract related. Yeah. Um, but the Lego um, Lord of the Rings game was the first game that used actual dialogue from the film in the game. Oh, did it? I didn't realize that. Yes. They actually took dialogue from the film. So hmm. they didn't have the actors re-record, like come in and record anything. They okay. actually took it straight from the film. Huh. So and because of that, obviously, actors have to get paid royalties and all this stuff. So I wonder if, yeah, to your point, maybe the licensing ran that at Lego. That's probably the case. But also, it's probably really expensive to keep those games in rotation because of the fact that they were using the licensed audio from the film. Oh, absolutely. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. But, I, you know, this isn't the first time I've seen this happen because I remember recently on the uh, – no, not even the Wii U because it's available on the Wii U. Actually, I think it's still on sale. On Apple TV because you can download games on Apple TV, mm-hmm. uh, the new, the newest generation ones. I have a couple Sonic games. I have some uh, scroll uh, vertical scrollers and stuff. Uh, but uh, DuckTales Remastered, yes. which came out on the PS3, it's on the Wii U, it's an amazing game. It's a, it's a wonderful remastered version of the original DuckTales on NES. But I'm like, you know what? I don't know, it's like five bucks. It'll just be cool to own a really good game on the Apple TV. 
um, doesn't take up much room, you know, and I don't really mm-hmm. play the PS3 much anymore, so it's a system that's constantly hooked up, my Apple TV, and um, I went to look for it, and gone, gone, nowhere to be found. Again, it's still available on the Wii U, or at least as of when I last checked around a little after Christmas, but, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, some games just up and, and disappear, whether it's licensing probably, whether it's just maybe just so low sales, you want to free up space and get rid of the game. Possibly. So, um... I miss, um... I miss the Lego games where the characters did not talk. Yeah, I those, were, those, those, were fun. those were a lot more fun to me. <laughs> those were good. Yes. All right. Um, moving on, and uh, I had brought this one. Uh, I had brought this up earlier. Um, well, actually, no. You know what? I'm going to hold this till the end because it's right. a shopping related one. <laughs> but um, for the Nintendo Switch, now Super Smash Brothers came out about a month ago. Uh, In fact, it yeah. may be a month ago today. In terms of when we're recording, just somewhere about December seventh, just right? about, give or take. Now, apparently, there are six downloadable characters for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Two of them have already been announced. Four have not. Now, there's a rumor online that was released by um, Mister Anonymous Desperate uh, of Five Channel. <laughs> now, this is a Japanese. This is a Japanese forum, and apparently. This user is known for, you know, uh, is known for making rumors that actually come true. Oh, okay. Should I possibly? Uh, should, should I take my headphones off for this one? Uh, if you don't want to know, I, I I don't. I spent twenty five bucks on that season pass. I don't want to know yet. I already know. This, well, I know the two of them. Obviously, Piranha Plant. Well, then why don't you know what? Take your headphones off. Okay. And let me, so don't say anything bad about me. No, no, no. I won't. I won't say anything bad about it. I will never say anything bad about you, Larry. I really don't. I really won't. I can read lips. No, you can't. <laughs> All right, I'm taking my anyway, headphones. What I was about give to me say some is sort anybody, of yeah. Anybody else who's listening or watching and does not want to know potentially who the four characters are, you know, just skip this part. Skip the next thirty seconds. But I'm gonna I'm gonna list the four p- rumored characters. Okay. Okay, and then give me some sort of signal when you're done. Um, all right, I will. I will give you a signal when I'm done. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm taking my headphones off. Taking the headphones off. Headphones, headphones are off. Are off. Headphones are off. So Larry has no idea that um, he's. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not going to badmouth him. But anyway, so the four characters are. Um, we have um, Erd. I'm sorry. I'm going to mess. Erdrick from the Dragon Quest series. Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Steve, the default player character in Minecraft, and Doom Guy, also known as the Marine from the Doom series. And now you can, um, you know, th- yes, Larry, you can put your headphones I'm back in. But those are the it. those are yeah. the four characters that are rumored to be in the game. And you know, uh, I I think it's a solid list. Um, you know, two of them two of them pop out at me right away as like really awesome additions. Uh, the other two, I think, are just going to be uh, are going to be fun. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll also see if this is true. It may not be. We'll see. We'll see. Cool. All right. That was fun. And Larry will find out when they actually drop since he <laughs> took his headphones out. Yes, I did. Um, for those of you with brand new factory sealed Wii U systems, by God, take pictures of them and get them on eBay as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because recently, Wii U... No, I'm sorry. Not eBay. Screw eBay. It's useless. Go to Amazon. To sell mm-hmm. directly through the biggest marketer that there yeah. is. Um, the deluxe 32 gig model, which came with Nintendo Land, which I had. I, that I sold back. That was a terrible game. Yeah. 
was listed for $789. Amazing. It was probably 375 originally, would you say? Something maybe? something like that. Yeah, maybe 350 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um the deluxe 32 gigabyte model of the Wii U that came with new Super Mario Brothers U and new Super Luigi U bundle, the game we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, currently going for $879. That's absurd. And the basic set, no pack in game. Remember, there were two models. There was the black model, which was the deluxe 32 gig, and then there was yep. the white model, which was the 8 gig, and didn't come with anything. Mm-hmm. Even that one, the 8 gig console with no game included, selling for $729. Well, you know, I mean, the Wii U system is becoming one of those systems that uh, it's just going to be virtually harder to get because they stopped production of them, especially we're talking brand new. So, and now we're at the point where people, you know, want, you know, want you to shell out for it. Oh, totally. But it's just, it's, you know, I mean, I get it, but it's just, it's funny to hear, you know, as we, as you mentioned before, Wii U, not successful, but still the, 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 uh, the amount of money for these systems, um, which you can buy used like a hundred dollars on eBay used about 140, Mm -hmm. 150 on Amazon used, which that seems somewhat, well, still a little high, but a little more yeah. reasonable. Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, the games, that's why I don't get why the system didn't do well. Super Mario 3D World, Pikmin 3, Xenoblade Chronicles X, the new Super Mario Brothers, uh, the Zeldas. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is, but. Yeah. Well, and the other thing to keep in mind also, if you did not own a Wii U, a lot of the, a lot of the really solid games for the Wii U are coming out on the Switch. So yep. if you did miss out on anything great on the Wii U, chances are you're going to see it on the Switch. So you don't got to drop a ton of money True. to play those games on the Wii U. True. Okay. Um, and then sticking with Nintendo, um, this was an article that I read that made me very excited because I am, aside from being an average retro gamer, video gamer, whatever you want to call me, I am also an avid, avid board game player. <laughs> I love yes, you board are. games. Yeah, my friends and I play board games almost every week, and we've got every board game you can possibly imagine. (laughs) Now, apparently the Nintendo Switch is becoming quite the board game console. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Yep. So back in uh, September, a company known as uh, Asmodee Digital announced that they were bringing five board games to the Switch. Mm -hmm. And the five board games are – and. A couple of the uh, – like four out of the five, I own the board games because <laughs> they are amazing. So we've got Carcassonne, Catan, oh, yes. mm-hmm. uh, which is Settlers of Catan, okay. Pandemic. Oh, good game. Um, here, um, um, This game is one that like we can do multiplayer. It's hysterical. Great to play. Munchkin. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, Lord of the Rings, the living card game, which I've never played. Oh, well, that's interesting. But the other four games uh, are outstanding. Absolutely great games. Um, if you've never played them, I highly recommend um, you get a group of people together and play it. Or you can, you're can you going to be able to buy them on the Switch. Uh, and I'm assuming there will be online play for them, yeah, which will be, be fantastic. Now, I have um, Pandemic on my cell phone Mm -hmm. um i have a version of it on mobile so i can play it digitally wherever i go and Catan, i had on my xbox 360 i remember that yes and i used to play it on the 360 uh so um great idea to bring some board games to the switch um and again 
hopefully an online multiplayer online playable element with all of these games because I would love to pick pick this up and play with people from all around the world or from you know all my friends in New York who have a Switch. Uh, totally. Larry. I think uh, Car- what's that first one? Carnison. Uh, Carcassonne. Carcassonne. I think that one was already released. That one may be available think, now. Yeah, I think that was the first one released, yeah. but I don't think the rest are out um, yet. Pandemic, I love what, you know, when you were living in New York, yeah, we played a couple times. We played some board games, and Pandemic was one of them. Uh, yeah. Game was phenomenal. I remember we were playing on the 360? Yeah, on the 360, Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride, yeah. I would love to see Ticket to Ride. On um, on the Switch as well, because that's one of my favorite games, hands down. I oh, play it's that awesome. All. Uh, yeah, check out those board games, and we'll do a special episode one day. Or maybe more Anthony would do a special episode one day. On board with, games. On yes. board games, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think that would be great. We should yeah. do that soon. Definitely. Set up a camera, for, you know, hanging from where the Virtual Boy is, and yep. uh, just play board game. Uh, this Virtual Boy right <laughs> Yes, that one. <laughs> Look at it swing. If the cat jumps up and tries to grab it, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be awesome. Where are my cats? They're Where are sleeping. They? They're done. No, they're um, sleeping. <laughs> I, think they're afraid, I think they're afraid it's going to fall on them. Well, so I, I, just, would, like, I wouldn't blame them. All right. So Japan. I feel like of all countries, Japan is, um, boy, really stepping up uh, their, uh, their laws over there when it comes to gaming. Uh, recently, Japan has made both console modding. And game save editors, such as Action Replays, if you remember those. Oh, yeah, I remember Action Replay. Illegal. Ah. Illegal. So, now listen to this, though. Hold on. This is ridiculous. Now, look, I get it. We get it. The the modding of systems. You know, I just heard about, just recently, a friend of mine at work told me about this thing. I think it's called the... PSI, the PlayStation I, basically some people are modding the original PlayStation where they mod it to bypass the disc and -hmm. you plug in the back, you know, like the extension port in the back, um, uh, an adapter that you put an SD card in and you can play PlayStation games on it. But what what's interesting about it is the they're not emulators like they still run off the hardware of the playstation oh wow even though there's no physical disc that's interesting so they play actually just like the physical disc but you just have an sd card um so over here and then of course the numerous consoles classics everything's getting modded but listen to this fine approximately i'm gonna do the u.s dollar equivalent forty six thousand dollars in fines Wow, okay. Or five years of prison. Cool. I'll take or, the money. Or both. Or both. It's like the warning you get in front of a uh, you know in front of a movie when you're playing it on a, a Blu-ray. Well, you know you know my stance on pirated software. I'm very I agree. against it. I agree. I'm very against it. I you know, I mean somebody people, you know, work their butts off to make these games. You know, and companies pour a lot of money into, you know, into getting these things made. It's their licensed property. So it's it's not cool when that property gets stolen. No, it's I totally agree with you. This falls under the um, uh, Japan's Unfair Competition Prevention Act, which Uh actually just uh, kicked in last month, December of 2018. Um, Uh, So this is only this is going to be the first of many. We're going to see a lot of this moving forward. uh, Just to quote here. Uh, quote GameSpot, 
The laws are designed to prevent someone from unfairly turning a profit off of a company's software or electronic product. However, the wording of the law allows it to extend over what were previously assumed to be a harmless actions as well, such as adding new games to the NES, SNES, PS Classic consoles via mods or using an action replay. Mm-hmm. Now, the three actual uh, uh, acts that need to be done, uh, punishable, um, are as follows. Distribution of game save data editors and programs. Distribution, selling, auctioning serial codes and product keys without the software marketer's permission. Excuse me, software Hmm. maker's permission. Okay. And services that offer the editing hacking of save data and or modifying hacking game consoles. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Japan's laying a heavy hammer. When you're over there, like in Osaka, and you're in, uh, and this is no no knock on Super Potato, I'm just curious. Like, like, do they, you ever see these things like action replay or something that kind of is advertised as like save data or something like that? Uh, I personally haven't, but I also, A, haven't been looking for it, and B, it might be in a different language. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand it. Very true. So uh, if you're over in Japan, watch out. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on from that. Um, this is uh, uh, this was something I said I was going to bring up um, eventually. But we all know on January 29th, Kingdom Hearts 3 is dropping, yes. right? And this is this is a big deal for a lot of people. Now, I got to the end of the month to play through Kingdom Hearts a, tor- a story thus far. Yes, Good so Lord. hurry up. Uh, and make sure you live stream it. <laughs> maybe um, I shouldn't so, have put it on uh, that delayed shipping. <laughs> well, maybe we should have done Kingdom Hearts January instead of Castlevania for our <laughs> live stream month. But anyway, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out January 29th. And there are a lot of pre-order bonuses out there. Ooh. And I just wanted to run through them really quickly right. so that anybody who's interested in buying Kingdom Hearts 3 knows exactly which version they want. So well, the, one that the works. standard edition just comes with the base game. Right, okay. and any retailer specific pre-order bonus because they'll all have something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. There's also the Kingdom Hearts Three Deluxe Edition, so it comes with the standard game for PS4 and Xbox One, plus the following bonus items: you get a Steel Book Kingdom Hearts Three game case, okay, you get a collectible Kingdom Hearts Three pin, ooh, I like pins, and you get an art book. Showing various art from the Kingdom Hearts game. Kingdom Hearts game. That's cool. I want the pen. Then there's the Kingdom Hearts 3 Deluxe Edition and Bring Arts figures. So on top of everything I just listed uh, for the Deluxe Edition, you get the figures of Donald, Goofy, and Sora if you pre-order this through the Square Enix site. So if you go to Square Enix and pre-order... You can get the deluxe edition with the Bring Arts figures. Why don't they sell it at the Square Enix building there over by LAX? Uh, I'll, I'll stop by and knock on the door and see what <laughs> <Okay>. they say. <laughs> Sarah, please leave okay. the premises again. Um, so if you're getting the regular version of Kingdom Hearts 3, it's $59.99. Okay. Um, you can, if you order it um, off of Amazon Prime, you can get a $10 Prime credit for Ooh. pre-ordering. Nice. So for those of you who have Prime. That's me. Um uh, Pre-ordering through Amazon also gets you the Dawn Till Dusk Keyblade DLC. Ooh. So the DLC, 
Yeah, so there's DLC coming out for the game. If you pre-order Kingdom Hearts on Amazon, you get the DLC and a $10 Prime credit. Nice. The Deluxe Edition is $79.99 on Amazon. Not bad. And again, it comes with the $10 Prime credit and the, the, the Keyblade DLC. Okay. If you go to Walmart, there's more. There's, there's a ton of these. If you go to Walmart and pre-order Kingdom Hearts 3, you get an exclusive set of Kingdom Hearts 3 art cards. Okay. Get some free art cards. Cool. If you go to Best Buy, you get um, you get the game, you get $10 in rewards, in Best Ooh. Buy rewards, and you get a blind box keychain figure of one of the characters from the game. All right. If you do the deluxe edition, get you the same stuff. <laughs> okay. Jumping over to GameStop. Um, if you get if you buy the game or you buy the deluxe edition, you get an exclusive fabric poster. Fabric Not poster. Not a standard poster. Ooh. A fabric poster. That's interesting. Okay. So that was interesting. Yeah. Again, Square Enix store. Um we talked about that a little bit more. There are different pre-orders. If you just buy, if you just pre-order the game, you get a Kingdom Hearts three sticker set, which <laughs> yes. shows uh, it's just a, uh, it's four stickers showing different, um, just the different lands in the okay. game. Four of the different lands. <laughs> uh, that also works with the deluxe edition, um, and then so and that I think that's it. And these are all the physical copies. These are all the physical copies. All right. That's not bad. That's not a bad lineup. I like yeah, that. So that they're, right. That, they're, um, basically, pre-order this game and you get something. The poster seems interesting. The poster actually sounds very interesting yeah. until I think about where would I put the poster. <laughs> and see then I'm lot, out. I see a lot of room right there, right behind you, above the door and everything. Where, where, wait, wait, wait. Is it here? <laughs> I hope. I hope that hurt. What? Where? Where was their room? I hope that hurt. What? I hope that hurt. Oh no, it didn't hurt at all. It was absolutely painless. <laughs> I think it hurt the Virtual Boy more than it hurt me. And I know, and it hurts my heart as well. I know. Um, also, if you there's a bundle on uh, the PS4 uh, on the PlayStation Store, where if you buy, it's like a hundred dollars. You pre-order Kingdom Hearts 3. You also get Kingdom Hearts like 1.5, 2.8, and something else, mm-hmm. 0.9 or something. Uh, and a couple other uh, DLCs and stuff. So uh, they're all out there. That's cool. cool. Well, with that, maybe. Now, Kingdom Hearts is coming out on PlayStation 4. For the first time, it's coming out on Xbox. Will it come out on the Madbox? The Madbox, you Which say? I really what is ha- the Madbox, Larry? I have a feeling it's a system that's going to have its name legally changed uh, very soon if this thing comes out. But uh, the company, Slightly Mad Studios, who I've never actually heard mm. of before, uh, is developing what's called the Madbox, which is a standalone video game console that will be rivaling, 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 rivaling the PlayStation and the Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, we're getting a system that is going to go head-to-head with the PlayStation and Xbox in a way that the Switch can't. Mm-hmm. Explain. Mostly, probably, with the 4K output. Got um, it. Which the Switch clearly does not have, but that's okay. No, it does not. Also, I think it's also going to be, if I'm reading this correctly, um, first of all, it's going to 
I mean, not a lot of details came out other than just the the weird look of the system, which is like this M shaped, weird futuristic computer. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but it will have it will have some sort of portability to it because it will have like a carry handle. <laughs> Hopefully, if anything like the uh, the GameCube's carry handle. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that that went over well. Um. The mad boxes will actually be able to talk to each other when they're in the same room without hooking them up to each other, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting for like a console, not counting the Switch. Um, it's going to be the most powerful console ever built. Specs that will be equivalent, quote, to a very fast PC two years from now. Okay. And Smart, it will... they're planning ahead. Oh, absolutely. And it will support most major VR headsets. Pro- like Oculus is probably the biggest one that comes to mind. Probably. Um, and in VR, it will, and this is wild, it will allow up to 90 frames per second per eye for virtual reality play. That is absolutely insane. That's, and that's probably wicked. thoroughly frightening. <laughs> because um, virtual reality is one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's cool, but how real do you want it to be? I have I told you many times, and I said it before earlier today, the horror games on the PlayStation VR are downright frightening. Okay, yeah, we're I think we're heading into Ready Player One territory Ooh, here. I was just watching that this morning. Um, and it will have it will offer 4K visuals, which at this point are going to become a standard anyway. So yes, um, pricing. So, release- but very very interesting that they're making the bold statement that they're they're going to be released and compete with Xbox, PS4, and Switch. So yeah. uh, we haven't no. seen a company. We really haven't seen a company be able to hang with these three. You know. They, in a very long time. I mean, Sega was the last one, if you think about it. No, no, totally. But here's the thing. They're not even talking Switch. They, they're, they've they already put the Switch out the pasture. They're well, going up against the PlayStation and the Xbox. Well, because the, well, I mean, the, the technical specifications of the Switch don't even compare exactly. to which the is PS4 fine. and the Xbox. Which, yeah, and totally get it. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's a bold statement to make, considering the fact that no other company has been able to compete with, you know, if you want to just say Sony and Microsoft, that's fine. Nobody's been able to compete with them um, in their space. So uh, yep. it's exciting that somebody's going to try. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing wh- how this actually shakes out. Um, we're looking at about three years from now where the system should be available, which is funny because if it's supposed to be a PC two years from now, it'll already outdate itself. Exactly. And it will be competitive with upcoming console prices. So it's probably going to compete more with like the PS5 and the Xbox 127 or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, so we got what, wait. So we we had the Xbox, the Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're due for like what the um, Xbox Pi. Xbox. Yes, the exactly. It's going to be like the Xbox 3.144, whatever you know. <laughs> now, now I want Xbox Pi. Mmm, Pi. Oh. Um, so that's it on my end with the news. And, and that's it on that's... my end with the news. We are done. And that's the way it is. At, we're no, we're 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 done. Larry. Letterman, Letterman did it so much better. Right, right. I, well, because he's Letterman and you're not. Larry's trying to throw his index cards and he's failing miserably at it. For those really? of you who are just listening to us, because Larry, remember One more. this is an audio show One as more. well. Ah, uh, Butterfuco. There we go. All right, play us out, Only Schaefer. Seven tries. Letterman used to do it live. <laughs> Well, and I saw some edits. I saw some jumps there. Anyway.
Larry. All right. Yes. Another another week is over. We've talked some games. We've had some fun. Um, just want to bring up to everybody that uh, for those of you um, who did not see our feed on or our live stream on Facebook, yes, um, we've teamed up with Victims and Villains and some other guy. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other <laughs> people we've, we've teamed up with. I know it's Victims and Villains because this is and, Josh's baby. And okay, <laughs> we are- anyway. We're doing a Castlevania January live stream. So the games that you're going to be seeing on our page uh, will all be Castlevania related. Yes. And it's going to be, again, Anthony, who actually uh, played last week by the time you're hearing this. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, let me ask you about that, Andy, because Anthony played uh, Rondo of Blood, which was originally released on the PC Engine, uh, mm-hmm. PC Engine CD, I believe, specifically. But yes. it, you played the version of the Castlevania Requiem, Requiem, that yep. is Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood available on the PS4. On PS4. How mm-hmm. was how was the gameplay? Just I mean, the gameplay looked phenomenal. How was it playing? Uh, no, the gameplay was fantastic. It was very smooth. It was really enjoyable. Um, you know, it's nice to you know, it's nice to play a Castlevania game that I've never played before because mm-hmm. I've never played Rondo of Blood. It's a hard um, game. Yeah, it, it, it's a hard game. Um, if you saw, like, I think I went through the first three levels before I stopped, or I died on the third it one. Was I can't a tough remember. One, yeah. But um, no, it's a great game. The uh, the anime is kind of interesting for a Castlevania <laughs> yes. game because there were act- there were actual cutscenes yep. in this version because it was for the PC Engine CD. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple characters that you can play, uh, similar to Castlevania Three and Bloodlines, uh, which is interesting. So um, I've been enjoying it so far, and you'll probably see me live stream it randomly throughout the month up on our page. Okay, because I want to like play. Huh? I definitely want to play through it. All right. Cool. So so this week, again, when you're listening, uh, Josh from Victims and Villains is up. Not sure which Castlevania game he's going to be playing. I know he was trying to find Bloodlines. We'll see if he found Mm -hmm. it or not. Uh, I I will be up week three where I plan on playing some of the Game Boy games. Uh, Mm -hmm. Castlevania, The Adventure, and some of the uh, Castlevania Legends. Um, You know, those ones, like the original Game Boy games. Uh, And then week four... uh, Dallas Mora from Geek Devotions. That's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful podcast. Go check them out. Uh, we'll also be playing Castlevania. I'm not sure which games there are. And then week five, because there is a fifth week in January, one of us is going to be on uh, to play. Yeah. But uh, looking forward just to it. Just basically keep an eye out. That's Absolutely. all. Absolutely. And just to mention super quick, we'll talk about it more as we get closer to it, but it was just announced basically uh, that the um, Victims and Villains is doing their Hope Station again. 2019, the middle of April, nice. uh, 72, no, 48, 72, we'd all be dead. 40, oh, no. we'll 48, 48 hours, hours of uh, constant gameplay from various streamers, including yours truly and Anthony. And mm-hmm. uh, we will be playing at different points during the weekend. We'll let you know more as we get there, but that's going to be coming up. And, of course, uh, donations and everything um, will be uh, discussed. Yes. So... So, Ant, hit them with all the pages they can find us at again. Ah, okay. You can find us at uh, www.facebook.com slash retrogamerspodcast. Uh, You can find us on our website at theretrogamers.com. Instagram at retrogamerspodcast. Right? You seen a pattern? Yep. Uh, Yep, see the pattern. Uh, And you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. You can also listen to our podcast uh, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. So, hit up. 
Yeah, hit up Amazon Alexa. You can hit up iTunes, um, Spotify, you name it. We're Spreaker. there. Spreaker. Spreaker. Um, and you can watch our podcast now as well on YouTube. Yeah, and we'll put some of the streams on there as well. Um, yes. If we, we will stream them. on YouTube as well. <laughs> we'll upload them separately. And yes. um yes, looking forward to it. And of course, check out the other shows on the More of the Same Family podcast. The Indian Yang podcast every Friday, the Better Half podcast every other Wednesday. Uh, there may or may not be other shows. We'll talk about that. And the uh, seasonal Talking More Wrestling, which probably will pop up again before the Royal Rumble. And um, other than that, like Ant said, it's been a week. So, Ant, uh, watch your head there for the rest of the week. What? Oh, no, I think it's fine. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to see how long this uh, virtual boy can hang from my ceiling before it falls. <laughs> Just, you know what? Put just put a live cam on it, twenty four seven. I really should. I, we'll just we'll, you know we'll call it a VB Watch twenty nineteen. <laughs> and with that, folks, we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum.